All You Need to Know is brought to you by no one. No one at all. Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Hey, DJ. What's up? This is episode 240. 240. So we were just doing the math to see how long it would take to get us to episode 250, because we're always trying to celebrate those big milestones and uh, markers of all you need to know. And speaking of milestones and markers, we do need to clear up something, DJ, that I guess I made a mistake on, because I don't think you did the math I, on this. I didn't, I didn't catch it when you said it, so the mistake became mine as well at that point. You know who did catch it? You. No, Stanley Round. Oh, that's right. So Stanley, that's right. Stanley sends us an email every week and <sighs> lets us know his thoughts about the podcast. And as of late, we had been celebrating the fact that we were coming up on the six-year anniversary yeah. of All You Need to Know. And so we were all excited, and we were ready to celebrate the six years. And then our boy Stanley sent us an email and said... You know, greetings, idiots, or something right. to, to, that ex- to that extent. Yeah, always backhanded. And he said, I've done the math, and this will only be your five-year yeah. anniversary. Which, you know, it's better to ce- celebrate on year five anyway. Doesn't it make more sense? Yes, it does. And so I'm actually happy that it worked out like this. Yeah. But I'm still confused as to why I thought it had been six years since we started. And what I'm going to do is blame it on that thing that happened where... Hundred percent. The the thing that shall world, not be named. Yeah, the entire world was shut down, mm-hmm. and we were all at home. And it kind of either it seemed like it slowed down time, but also sped things up. Yeah. Um. And so that's why we're going to say that we did the wrong calculations. I feel as like, far as how many years we've been doing. I this. feel like that thing that happened that we don't talk about. We've never said it. Yeah. Never said it. Won't ever say it. Uh, but I feel like that thing was almost the equivalent to like human hibernation. Yeah. Like how a bear hibernates. I feel like that's what that was for us. And honestly, I think well, this this will be kind of controversial, I think. But I would enjoy if every 4 years everybody just got a month, 2 months off. What do you think about that? 2 months is a, 2 months is a stretch. Just a month? Uh, I, yeah, I think I think maybe I don't know. I think maybe 2 weeks. Two weeks. Okay. I think you shut down for for two, maybe three weeks at a time, where everybody works from home. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to go out. All restaurants, everything are closed. Spend time with friends and family. Yeah. Just enjoy yourself. Yes. Have a little. It would feel like Christmas break. Yeah. Uh, whenever you were a kid in school. Kind I feel of thing. like the crime rate would drop, and the and the gas prices would go down uh-huh. again. It would just be nice. But then people would say what they said last time. You can't shut down the economy. Money. Money. The economy. Things like that. But if it was planned, if it was like, hey, two years from now, this is going to happen. Yeah. Maybe it would work. Yeah. I don't know. Just a head. Yeah. Give everybody a heads up. Mm -hmm. Like, be putting some of this aside. Don't be planning any renovations. Right. Right. Nothing like that. I think it could work. And that that idea kind of coincides with today's topic in a way because yeah. uh, what we were just talking about that thing that happened mm-hmm. a couple of years ago that mm-hmm. made us think that we've been doing this for 60 years when really we've only been doing it for five by the way next week is when we officially 
celebrate our five-year anniversary. Will we have something special planned? I don't know. Um, But we do have a special performance planned by yours truly, DJ Pig. Well... He's ready to tackle it, uh, and it's going to be really good. It's just a... We always do parodies. Um, We've done original songs, too. But this one is very niche. It's very celebratory of all you need to know for yeah. the diehard fans. I think you'll like it. Mm-hmm. And just to give you a hint, especially if you enjoyed the Marvel series Moon Knight, you might enjoy this parody Oh, very specifically. Oh, okay, throwing that out there. Yeah. Did you know that that song was in no, Moon Knight? No, I haven't seen Moon Knight. You haven't watched Moon Knight? No, oh. I started, I finally got to where I was starting to watch some of the Disney Plus series. Yeah, the Marvel uh, The Marvel, yeah. And uh, I watched Loki. It was fantastic. So Loki Owen was Wilson. so good. Let me see if I can find the button. Is this it? Wow. There it is. Oh, man. Yeah, no, he was great um, in that show. And just the show in its in itself was great. The ending, uh, too. Mind-boggling. Yes, and I'm ready for a second season. It's coming, I think, I, next year, I next hope, summer. I hope. I, I'm really ready for that. Um, what was the other one I watched? Uh Winter Soldier, uh, Falcon and the Winter, yeah, Winter Soldier. that was all right. It was okay. I tell you what, it was better than. What's that? WandaVision. Oh, I watched wow. one episode of WandaVision and barely got through it. Okay. Well, that's that's because you had to stick with it kind of thing. But uh, listen, we're not talking about Marvel shows, even though that's something that we could talk about at some mm-hmm. point. Uh, they've been very good, and I've, I have I hate that I'm this person, but any t- anytime anything Marvel comes out, I've watched it, so I've watched all the they've TV shows. Us. They've um, got us by the balls. They do, and... I know this week, so this episode's coming out on, I think, the 8th or 9th of November. 9th. And so, yeah, yeah this this weekend, Black Panther Wakanda Forever comes out. I'm trying to make plans to go see that as soon as possible. I think that's going to be really good. I'm interested to see how that goes. Yeah, I'm interested to see, too. I miss Bozeman. Chadwick Bozeman. Yeah. I miss him. Like he was a friend. So yeah, how do you how do you move on from that? Um, how do you cover how do you cover that? How do you catapult through that kind know. of thing? It'll be interesting to see what they but do. But to kind of bring it back full circle and get us into our topic tra- transition, mm-hmm. you we kind of like I, one that I haven't seen is the multiverse. Yeah, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange multiverse. So I realize that's a thing, and our topic today is kind of based on like, will we? run into the, something like that in real life. Right. Maybe. And our topic today, which is something that we should get to because we are six and a half minutes in oh. without covering or even introducing our topic. So mm-hmm. let's go ahead and do that. This is episode 240 of All You Need to Know. 240. Today's topic, Will We Find Another Earth? This is an interesting idea, DJ, that I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just getting lazy and I'm just like, hey, DJ, you got any ideas? Yeah. Number one, because whenever you're here, I want to make sure that you're talking about something that you really want to talk about. Yeah. Because you're a busy guy. You're a head coach. Um, I I don't know exactly hey. what you do at the school that you work at, but uh, you're, not, you're not necessarily a teacher, right? Well, uh, so reading development. Mm-hmm. Is what I teach, or, or RTI, so I help kids that are uh, under grade level in their reading and writing. Do you play this podcast for them a lot? I, I don't. Okay. Uh, no, I, no, I never have. Maybe I should. I think you should start teaching a course on all you need to know and oh. dissecting it. I believe it's either Harvard or, or Stanford. 
one of those FERDs, you know, um, right. or ARDs, yeah. where they have a class that teaches, uh, or I guess breaks down the Simpsons. Like they, they do a rhetorical no analysis way. on the Simpsons. And so that would be such a cool experience to take one of those classes because I've watched a lot of the Simpsons. And so I think if, I, I wouldn't do too uh, bad on it. Imagine taking my, a test on it too. Like what did Homer say in this episode kind of thing? I'm sure that's not what the test is. Well, not, but I bet. I mean, especially it's if it's Ivy League school, I mm-hmm. bet it's pretty specific. The only thing is, is our question on the day is, will we ever find another Earth out there in space somewhere in another galaxy or uh-huh. something? And the fact that we've got Ivy League schools giving courses on the history of the Simpsons makes me think that maybe it's a no. You think that we're wasting our time I, and our resources, I don't maybe? Know. I'm sure there's plenty of people out there being plenty productive, but... I think, and and of course, just to kind of put a stamp on what we were just talking about, see if you could maybe teach a course on all you need to know. I think yeah. we've done a lot of useful episodes uh, on conspiracy theories. I and can hit the Latin roots. Whatever it is, the Latin roots, we've, yeah. we've covered that a ton. But moving on from that, you're exactly right. Maybe we're not using our time and our resources wisely yeah. if we are trying to find another Earth. But I think the main idea... And the hope is that we wouldn't have to, but right. I think it seems like we might have to. Whenever you pose this question, is it like we need to find another Earth so the human race can survive, or will we find another Earth as far as are there more versions of Earth out there, or is it both? Uh, both. I think you have to look at the possibility of of both of the idea of both. Um, I was thinking more of like so the human race can survive, uh, uh-huh. but only reason yeah, I, I asked is because you brought up the multiverse yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I I think it's more likely that we'll find another planet suitable for life, like Earth, than it is that we will find parallel universes out there. And I just I'm sure that's this is where it gets kind of tricky because it's one of those things where the universe is so expansive mm-hmm. that it would be hard for me to believe that there isn't another habitable planet Mm -hmm. out there somewhere. But do we have the technology to get there kind of thing? Right. Because I've I've seen it in the movies where they send a bunch of people off in like cryogenic chambers. Yeah. And they are, you know, in a sleep hibernation kind of thing and preserved for 40 years and then they finally make it to this planet or whatever. Yeah. And then they start, which I know... For some reason, I, I don't think that that's the plot of Avatar, but it seems like it is. If if, so, if you ask somebody on the street, they would probably say something like that. I know yeah. in the movie Don't Look Up, which I don't know if you watched that. I haven't came seen out that. came out on Netflix. It was an Adam McKay directed film, and it was just kind of a a funny uh, take on what would happen if a like an asteroid was was going to hit Earth. Yeah, and like everybody was divisive about whether or not it was actually going to hit us, and how to they had this whole plan to. Um, blow it up and it was going to send it in off in d- different directions but then a big media mogul came in and said that they wanted to try to make money off of it and like I don't, I don't know the exact premise but interesting at the end of the movie spoiler alert the asteroid hits earth because no one could agree on whether or not oh. they should stop it or if it was a hoax and things like that it was a basically political satire yeah. based on what's going on right now in the United States but at the end, very rich people get in a spaceship and they go off to another planet. Mm-hmm. 
and it shows them show up at this planet that they had done research on and somehow found out that, you know, it had oxygen and they could live on. But then as soon as they land, these beings are there and they just attack them and eat them kind of thing. Uh, so that's the thing is <laughs> it's actually pretty funny, Oof. but thinking about that, there are a lot of variables whenever it comes to trying to find another earth because it would have to, of course, be something that humans could live on. Mm-hmm. And then you would have to worry about predators, right? Right. Yeah. Cause at that point, you know, like are there dinosaurs on this planet? What kind of, what kind Ooh, of animals awesome. in life are already there? Mm-hmm. Cause if it's sustainable for life, I will have a very hard time believing that we're going to discover it and it's just going to be bare of right. life. Like, it's got all the nutrients in the air and the water mm-hmm. and everything that we need to be able to grow food. Great and point. nothing else lives there. Yeah, no way. Great point. Imagine a, a world, though, with dinosaurs on it. That would be awesome. And it would make uh, sense, right? Jurassic Park gets a little scary. Yeah, but... I don't know how you deal with that. But they kept doing it again and again. That's the that's the my that's favorite true. part. I love Jurassic Park and the Jurassic World franchise. And it's literally the same thing every movie. <laughs> I finally realized that the last one that I watched which was I think called Jurassic World Dominion. Hmm. And the idea was uh they had put this this little area and it was like, "Oh yeah, we're going to keep the dinosaurs safely here and everything's going to be fine." And then guess what happened? That that didn't that 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 didn't did happen. That didn't happen. Right, and so the dinosaurs get out, and they cause a bunch of havoc and things like that. And if you go back, I mean, it's literally every Jurassic Park movie. Is there any other movie series that you feel like the same thing happens? Maybe Jaws. Um, you know, I mean, Interstellar has a little bit of that. Uh, not like with the dinosaurs, obviously, but I I was thinking more along the lines of like the cryo chambers, and you go into like a hibernation, that kind of thing. Okay. Um. But I was I was talking more about like what are some other movie franchises where it's the same thing over and over again. Um, Rambo. Yeah, I, that's not the animal base. But if we're just talking about movie franchise, Rocky. What about, what about, yeah, I was gonna say Rocky. Uh, Sylvester Stallone has made a killing off of making the same movie six times. The Expendables. I've never seen any of those. They're all pretty much the same. Is that same. not just Rambo, but with a group of people yeah, instead of one? Yeah, with a bunch of old people, yeah. Um, th- now, this is an interesting kind of theory, but even though these movies aren't connected, any Adam Sandler movie, basically the same. Yeah, with well, just a tweak in character. Yeah, and a yeah. tweak in whatever voice Adam Sandler's right. doing. Right, yeah. yeah, and that, that's really the only tweak in character is just, just a change of voice. But getting back to Interstellar, thanks for bringing that up. I'm yeah. glad that we got around to it. Great movie. One of my favorites. I love that movie. Soundtrack, Soundtrack is incredible. Phenomenal. I think that's Hans Zimmer, which Cast. I love. Cast is phenomenal. Yeah. Anne Hathaway Only, is yeah, sexy Hathaway. as always. Well, I was going to say she did a good job in She her did do a good job. Um, Matthew McConaughey, fantastic. You've got uh, the guy from that 70s show. He's in it. I can't remember what his name is. Um, and then you've oh. got... Oh, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. it's okay. We don't have to oh. name him. We don't have to name him. But <sighs> uh, then you've got the guy that uh, plays Alfred in the Batman series, and we've talked about him before on the podcast. But now I can't remember his name. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. He's oh, in it. He yes, yes. He's a professor. I love that movie. He he is a professor. Uh, yeah, and he basically has NASA, but NASA was kind of kicked to the side because yeah. Earth was dying and. 
Yeah, it's a whole thing. We that we would have to do an entire podcast over that movie alone. Have we get... before? I feel like we've talked about Interstellar before. Maybe it was just in like a top ten movies thing that we talked about. Probably. I don't, I don't know if we've actually focused on it necessarily, but that is a movie that's based around the premise that we're talking about today, where the Earth is has gotten to the point where they're not going to be able to continue living on it, mm-hmm. and so they are trying to formulate a plan or find another planet where life would be able to sustain itself and exist. Right. And what would you say? They they don't? Or they uh, do? Uh, spoiler alert, they do. Like, at the end, Anne Hathaway's character so sad. does find... Because it was... They didn't go to the planet where the guy she loved went because they were afraid that her judgment was flawed because she was in love with him. So mm-hmm. they decided to go to the other one, which ended up backfiring... Big time. Matt Damon's an asshole in that movie, isn't he? Yes, which, you know what's really confusing? Another movie very similar to Interstellar. The Martian. Martian, and it's Matt Damon playing basically the same kind of character, but it's a totally different movie. And that came out, I think, in the same year. That was the weird part. Kind of like uh, we've talked about before, Inception and Shutter Island. Yes. Came out in the same year. That's what, when I saw stuff about Martian, I was like, oh, that's going to be like a spinoff of Interstellar. And it wasn't. It wasn't like he was the same actor playing the same kind of character, but not the same guy. There was a run there for a while where it seemed like, as a whole, people were very interested in space movies because Interstellar came out, The Martian came out, Gravity came out with uh, George Clooney and Sandra Bullock. I don't know if you saw that one. Uh, a lot of them came out, and so... Dude, there was another one with George Clooney. Um, in space? Yes. I love George Clooney. I can't... Oh, man. He's fantastic. I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, got the... I saw a picture of him the other day. I don't know if he's directing or not, but or he was wearing, married. like, all all black and, like, this very salt and pepper look, Ugh. like, total white beard, yeah. and he makes it look good. I don't, yeah. I don't get it. He's a good-looking guy. He yeah. is. Yeah. He's and a I'll admit it. I'll admit it. But... The idea, kind of circling back to Interstellar, they send astronauts off mm-hmm. to try to find, uh, you know, this new planet to inhabit. Yep. And then they also are doing some studies on like the time and space. Time space continuum. Continuum. Basically, using black holes to to travel uh, faster. To travel through time to be able to travel faster. Yeah. And the whole concept of all of it is just incredible. Obviously. How do you think that they made that? Like, how does oh, lots of how does money? He, what's the guy's name? Because we've we've actually done an episode. I'm terrible with names today, and I I feel like maybe I should be concerned about it. Who are you talk the, the director of Interstellar? Yes, and he's also he also directed Inception, and we've done an, an we episode. We did an entire episode over all of his movies. Top ten, and blah 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 movies. Let's Chris just something. Let's just move on. Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that. Whew. But brain power. What movie. do you think Christopher Nolan was was smoking when he came up with the with the movie in Interstellar? The same stuff that Albert Einstein was smoking when he came up with his theories. Because sure. I feel like that's all. I mean, it's based off of a lot of that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, which is insane to think about too. And I know we're way off topic with like, will we find another Earth? I think we're right on topic. But. That the idea that Albert Einstein came up with these theories about how space and time works, and Homeboy never was even close. Yeah. To getting to space, I don't think was Albert Einstein alive before we even started flying. 
Let me do some research on that. But continue to talk about Albert Einstein. He's an interesting character. And like you said, very basically all of his thoughts were just like him looking up at the sky and being like, huh, you know what? I bet it's like this. I bet it's like this. And then as we got more into like scientific method and doing some different stuff, and we got to send some stuff to space, we're like, oh, he wasn't wrong, actually. Right. Uh, yeah, so the, just the fact that he's like a high school dropout. Mm-hmm. And came up with the whole M equals C E squared. E equals M C squared. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you got it. It says here that uh, for his career, he had eleven thousand over eleven thousand at bats. He had seven hundred and three home runs. Uh, That's Albert Pujols. Yes, it? wrong Albert. So you weren't talking about Albert? Albert no, Pujols. no. Fantastic athlete, but he didn't. Yes, he, he didn't is. come up uh, with. Jack with, with with well let's not say that let's not discredit Albert Pujols Albert Einstein he died in 1955 really so, honestly you would have thought that he was maybe alive earlier right absolutely but he wasn't um and he's a funny looking guy isn't he yes like, he's think? got that di- like distranged uh mm-hmm. scientist look like he a does dot he, he looks the from Back to the Future. He looks the part, that's yeah. for sure. Morty. And do you think that Albert Einstein was more popular because of his look? Do you think that it was all just his theories that were that kind of propelled him to, to stardom? Or do you think that it was like, oh, this guy looks crazy? I think his name would have been known either way. But I think people who have very little intelligence at all know who he is because of how he looks right for sure and uh finishing up this research very tough research 1903 was whenever wilbur and orville wright made four brief flights yes. at kitty hawk with their first so powered he, maybe he did fly he might have who knows huh. i mean it, definitely he was alive he was alive more recently than I think people would assume. Absolutely. And that happens, that happens with a lot of people. And let me put that down as an idea for a later episode because there are a ton of people where you're like, oh, that guy must have been alive in the 1800s. Yeah. Nope. And they died, died in like 19... 1978 yep. kind of thing. So let me put that down real quick. But DJ, let's just go ahead and get straight to the point, okay? Because mm-hmm. we've talked about Interstellar and Matthew McConaughey and Owen Wilson. And uh, wow. we've covered yeah. a lot of different things. But you think we'll find another Earth, or do you think we'll need to find another Earth? What do you What do you think on that? I do think that we will need to find another Earth, and I think that we probably will, but not in our lifetime or anything mm, anywhere sucks close for to us. It. Huh? And I don't think that we'll need to anywhere close to our lifetime, really. Um, the weird thing about it is it's it's a little bit conflicting with religious beliefs, right? Mm, yeah. Uh, so it, it's kind of weird to think about, but. Looking at science and everything that they do, another thing that worries me, and the reason I say that it won't happen in our lifetime, uh, for example, last night I'm watching 60 Minutes. It came on after the football game. Yeah, and it's just on. Uh, yeah. And uh, they're talking about, so. yes, I hate that show. I hate it. I think if they got rid of the, they just think they're so important because they think it's innovative to show a stopwatch. Yeah. I know, it's it's awful. It, it does like the show looks like it's still every time one comes Hasn't on. Changed. I feel like uh, it's a rerun from 1985. Yeah. No, it's brand new. It's they brand just new. filmed it last week. They haven't changed anything. No, but um, yeah. So they're showing it and they're talking about social media, and basically they took a poll and in America, 
like however many percent, like a crazy percent of kids when asked what they wanted to be when they grew up was influencer. And they mm-hmm. were talking about how social media has got to be like drowned out a little bit because it's so uh, prominent in the kids' lives. Sure. It's like in America, everybody wanted to be an influencer. But if you go to China, they took the same poll, same amount of people, same kids, whatever. And the highest percentage of kids said that they wanted to be an astronaut. I was like, mm. you know, that's not great. Yeah, because whenever, I think even whenever we were kids, it was like, what do you want to be? Oh, I want to be an astronaut. Yeah. Ooh, I want to be a professional athlete. Right. Oh, I want to be now it's, a firefighter. Now it's, I want to be a YouTuber. I want to be on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, what, just run me through your logical thought process on that. I will. Number one, it's very easy. You don't have to go into work because you can That's just true. work from wherever. That's true. Number two, it's very easy. I mean, not not to offend any of the YouTubers, but it, it's very easy as long as you're consistent. Right. I say that, and we have the opportunity to be consistent, and we're not. Yeah. And number three, I already said it's easy. Number three is it's not hard. It's easy, it's easy, and it's not hard? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because well, it's different. To say something is easy and to say something isn't hard, right, is different. Yeah. Well, I think that there are components of it that are important that you must have. Like, you've got to have some certain traits. You've got to be pretty charismatic. You've got to be fairly outgoing. Um, you've got to be, be very... technology. You've got to be good with technology. Consistent. Um, you've got to be creative. Uh-huh. And that's what... Like, if 90%, 90% of kids in America are saying they want to be a YouTuber, they want to be an influencer of some sort, like, okay, but... You can't come up with an idea to write me a paper, or you can't tell me like what kind of book you like. I that's fine, sure. yeah. but I you got to be creative in some sort of way to be able to do that. That's if fair. you're not, then nobody's gonna watch your stuff. And you brought this up because you're saying that the fact that all these kids are saying they want to be influencers will be the downfall of civilization. I don't think it'll be the downfall of civilization, but I do think that the idea of kids wanting to be an influencer is going to fizzle out quick because at some point in time, people are not going to care about watching other people play video games on YouTube. You think so? Like the idea of Twitch and that kind of stuff, I think that it will, I think that it'll fizzle out, which I also think that social media will fizzle out as well to some extent. And the whole Twitch thing, I don't understand because I remember whenever I was a kid, one of my least favorite things, whenever I was a kid, whenever I'd go over to somebody's house. Just to sit and watch other people yeah, play. Yeah, they were like, hey, I'm going to play this new game. Yeah. And it's then like, I would just sit there and watch. Yeah. I hated it. Yeah. I hated it. Yeah. I would sometimes, there were times I remember, I would go over to a friend's house and they'd be like, hey, I'm going to play this game. And I would just sit there and I would text my parents, be like, hey, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Now, there's a multi-billion dollar industry and people playing a video game and you watching them play that video game. Yeah. Where we used to watch like DVDs or shows on uh, Disney or whatever. Yeah. They watch YouTube videos. And it's, it's huge. wild to me. It is huge. Funny that we mentioned Twitch because I know that uh, our substitution or our sub-co-host, Isaac Bayer. Yeah. He streams. And I will say... I have watched a couple of his streams, mm-hmm. and naturally, um, I've I've tried to get him to let me be a part of the show. I'm a show, right. you know. What yeah. what can I say? Yeah. 
And so right now, any time that I get on, I am trying to support him by, of course, watching him. But then I also support him by trying to comment funny things. Right. So that he can read them while he's playing. Yeah. Give him some material. Uh, he still hasn't let me be on the the stream. And, and he said that he will let me at some point, but I don't know if that's true or not. But still, I think the only reason that I'm watching that is because I'm supporting him. I'm, right. Because I am... It's not because you're super interested no. in watching other people play video no, games. No, 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 no. Because here's the thing. I don't have a ton of time. Yeah. Free time. If I'm going to interact with video games whatsoever in my free time, I'm going to play them. Right? Right. Why would I use my free time to watch somebody else play games? Yes. Other other than if I was trying to figure out like, ooh, I don't know if I should get this game or not. I'll yeah. watch this person play. Yeah, maybe give see. a review or yeah. something. I, I get that. Another, another thing that really bothers me in that aspect is uh, why do we call them influencers? Right. They're not influencers. They're, they're entertainers. Entertainers. Um, I think it, if, if there was a word that describes like the melting of the brain, too. That would be a good word for yeah, brain for melters. Brain they are melters. they are brain melters. That's what I would call them more than influencers because they they don't influence me to do anything. No. They maybe influence me to hit the unfollow button yeah. kind of thing, but for the most part, and and here's the thing, we're not sitting here calling ourselves influencers, right? We're we're podcast hosts, very mediocre podcast hosts, very mm-hmm. lackluster podcast hosts. Very, I guess you could say, unsuccessful podcast host. You're starting to sound a little bit like Stanley Ramp. Yeah, well, he's getting to me lately. I'll, I'll tell you what. Stanley has been throwing some some haymakers lately yeah. as far as like, hey, five years seems like a great time to stop kind of yeah. thing. And just out of spite, we're going to keep going, yeah. Stanley. I'm not going to, so stop asking. Yeah, Any that's right. Nick Saban. Nick Saban. Nick Saban said that. Man, how about him? Nick Saban's Nick's having a hard time, isn't he? He's in the soup. He's fallen off. Yeah. I love the term in the soup. I've never heard that. You've never heard it? No. So it was it was primarily used as a baseball term. And I, I stumbled across it, I think, in the past three years. Really? Where a pitcher had let uh, two people on base, and then he hit uh, the batter, and so bases were loaded. The commentator mm. said, and now Brian is in the soup. And I was like, what? What did he just say? Yeah, you're going to have to run that by I started me. laughing, and I looked it up, and it just means like in a terrible position with lo- with lots of things around you or something like that. Huh. Don't know the exact definition, but uh, anytime things that are bad happen to me, yeah. I say, my God, I'm in the soup. Yeah, I've never been in the stew or the chowder, but I'm in the, just soup. the soup. And I would assume I'll- that stew or chowder would be worse than soup, right? Yeah, there's more stuff going on around. It seems it's yeah. thicker. It's thicker yeah. too. Soup is 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 liquid based. Yeah, a stew or a chowder is kind of thick. Yeah, it'd be like quicksand. Yeah, I will say with with Saban's situation, he he they're not gonna fire him. No, why would I you? I mean, the Lord, he makes more money than like the government of that state. Yeah, I think I think Saban's gonna be fine. Now, if Alabama football loses three games, then I could definitely see a scenario where we need to find another Earth. Right, because Alabama fans—they're probably going to go scorched earth on this scorched one. earth because of the results of the games. Right, because we see all these teams celebrate whenever they win. Yeah, but I I see it as Alabama fans, which of course bandwagoners across the country. Right, so they'd be able to cover a lot of ground. 
they could go scorched earth if they don't make the college football playoff. And in that scenario, to kind of make this all come back around, yeah, full circle. we would need to find another earth. Mm-hmm. I don't, you, you touched on it earlier, I don't know if we'll need to, but it seems like we probably should. Mm-hmm. You know, it never hurts to have a plan B. And right. as far as the execution of the plan B, I don't know how it would work. Thinking of how many people are on this earth, um, for me, first thing that comes to mind is just repurposing cruise ships to be able to travel into space. That's all I got. That's an idea. Yeah. That's an idea. And I, I think it's a bad one. But we would think? need we would need help, I think. And uh, so, yeah. hear me out. But the only way I think we would find another Earth and be able to get there is if someone else finds us first. Does like, that make hey, sense? This place sucks. You guys should come over to my place. Have you thought about that, though? Because all of these UFOs and alien things have come out in the past couple of years. Like, the government's like, yeah, I mean, this is legit. Like, hey, there are unidentified flying objects. Yeah. Which is funny. Like, we confirm the fact that we don't know what's there kind of yeah. thing. But the government's like, hey, and that's just kind of gone under the radar. It's like, hey, aliens are, are out there. They're watching. Yeah. And I, I wonder why they're watching. Because of it's course, probably funny to them to watch how, how we work. I think they probably like tap into the direct TV satellite and they're like, which of course I don't know if they speak English. They probably don't. Yeah. But I'm sure in whatever language they're speaking in, they're like, what in the hell are they doing? Yeah. What I also in feel the world? Like, you know, if this was a really nice, awesome place, I feel like they would be coming in. Yeah. They, I, they would show up. I and they're th- not. I think that, that, and I'm hopeful that they would help us if things mm-hmm. got bad enough. Or vice versa, if things get bad enough, then they come down and make it worse. It's one or the, one or the other, I think. But I'm hopeful yeah. that they would be friendly. Um, yeah. But not sure. And And let me ask you a question, DJ. Okay. If an alien came down and in the classic movie trope said, take me to your leader, we don't take him to Joe Biden, right? We take, him to, we, we take him to Tom Hanks or Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I was going to say the CEO of Chick-fil-A. Okay. Listen, this is the guy you need to talk to. Because the CEO of Chick-fil-A has clearly found a way to improve on the system. Yes. So you're saying... I've said that for a long time. The president of the United States needs to be that guy. So you're saying, which minus all of the political tension that surrounds Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. that... We need to hand the keys over to the guy that runs Chick-fil-A. Guy or girl. Mm-hmm. Guy or woman, I guess would be the more proper way to say it. Right. That's a good poll question, and we'll put that out. Yeah. If an alien came down and said, take me to your leader, who should we take them to? Yeah. Joe Biden, Tom Hanks, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, or the CEO of Chick-fil-A? We should probably get a name on that. Yeah, but... I don't people think aren't going to know their name. No, yeah. it's probably better yeah. to say CEO of Chick-fil-A. Yeah. So we'll go ahead and close with this. Will we find another Earth? Probably. Yeah, at some point. Will we need to find another Earth? I feel like it. Does it seem like it'd be a good idea to find another Earth? Depends yeah. on who we're sending. Yeah, it depends on who we're sending. That, there's a lot to it. Maybe we even circle back and, and do a part two of this episode because I feel like 
as much as we we didn't get off topic at all this episode no. for sure because everything came back into right. the, into the topic, as it always so. does. I'm 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 happy with how this episode went, um, and I just it's just unbelievable to think that next year we will ce- or not next year but this next week we'll be celebrating our five year anniversary. So hitting the nickel. Make sure to stay tuned for that. Um, not going to promise anything special, but not not going to promise anything special. That's right. That's right. So that's going to do it for this episode of AYN2K. My name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJP. And this has been All You Need to Know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at allyouneed2no00 at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.